Jamie Dodger Remenda with you here on a Wednesday afternoon on the Green Zone. Thanks for spending some of your afternoon with us. Uh, Drew, it was an interesting uh, drive to school today uh, with my uh, 12-year-old daughter when I said it's going to be 30 degrees warmer tomorrow than it is right now. Is that right? She went, what? I'm like, yeah. Minus 25-ish this morning, and it'll be plus 7 tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> Good. So, uh, see, climate change and global warming is good for stuff, lots of things. Outstanding. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to keep going around minus 35? Go ahead. Walk around all you want. I'll take. Plus, I don't th- they don't call it global warming anymore. It's cl- you got the it's climate change now. They, 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 I think, they, it's, like I think they I think they change it whenever whatever. Or is it climate crisis? It might be climate crisis now. They might have changed it again. All I know is I'll car- forever call it Environment Canada. I don't care what gibberish the Liberal Party put a- around. It's like Environment and Climate Change Canada now. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Environment Canada. Uh, thank you very much. But a uh, quick update before we. Uh, get on to uh, Gary Bettman's appearance in Winnipeg, Manitoba yesterday. The uh, commissioner of the Canadian Football League in the What Took You So Long school has uh, released a statement uh, today. The CFL is committed to creating healthy and positive working and playing environments for all those associated with the league and its member clubs. We take the allegations against Toronto Argonauts and Mr. Kelly very seriously. We have opened an investigation in accordance with the league's gender-based violence policy out of respect for this process and all the parties involved we will not be able to provide further comment until our investigation has been completed were people on vacation over the last like seven days since this broke apparently uh but uh, there you have it did we really care what they were going to say knowing that what they were going to say <laughs> well it was like what took you so long well was, i mean what, what but, are you waiting but, for but it's you it's, could have had this worth, on friday of saying we're going to launch though. an investigation it's, but it's worthless from from coming from them because well, it, the media exactly was asking them say. for days going what are you it's doing worthless. here and then no nothing radio silence the pablum that they it's, it's it's a it's nothing but a pr release it's let the investigation go and then uh, who's investigating this by the way first it's a, it's a See, judicial thing right now isn't it when when you look at over there is a court case um right. yeah that's the that's the only thing you don't worry but about but the gender based violence policy when it was originally written it was actually originally written and there was a clause in there that the CFL wouldn't do their own investigations that if it was court proceeding because they didn't have the resources yeah to like the NFL or NHL or anything else to go through their own investigation. So maybe that has changed. There's an update on uh, Chad Kelly, remember last week, uh, and the Toronto Argonauts for a wrongful dismissal, and in the case of Chad Kelly being sued for $50,000 for harassment uh, to a former assistant strength and conditioning coach of the Toronto Argonauts. So there's your update from the uh, Canadian Football League Commissioner Randy Ambrosi. Uh, another commissioner was making news yesterday, Drew Remenda. Gary Bettman landed in Winnipeg, Manitoba, just days after Mark Chipman uh, told The Athletic that the current state of season tickets is not sustainable for the Winnipeg Jets within the NHL, which had a lot of people, including myself, going, are you serious? 
You average 13,000 fans. That's not good enough to stay in the NHL when you have other teams with 4,000 seats <laughs> arenas or just one in particular. So Gary Bettman had an answer for all those pondering, what is the future? What is going on here? Why are you monitoring or are you monitoring the situation with the Winnipeg Jets? There's nothing to monitor. I mean, it's not the problem that it's being made out to be. Obviously, it's an issue that the club is dealing with, but clubs at various times, not just in Winnipeg, not just in so-called small markets, not just in Canadian markets, sometimes clubs go through peaks and valleys. The fact is we know that this is a city that will support and loves the Jets, and it's just a question of making some readjustments and evolving to deal with the things that have come up over the last couple of years. Let's not try and make it into the crisis that people have been trying to make it into. The commentary, the criticism, the the hysteria is really not appropriate because it's not accurate. Did he tell Mark Chipman that? Like, hey, Mark, yeah, that was going to be my that was going to be my question. Wasn't it the owner of the Jets, Mark Chipman, the chairman, talking to the media about this not being sustainable? How is this? Now it's your fault. You guys is in the media's fault for blowing this out of proportion. What? It's It's your guy. What I was going to ask. It's exactly (laughs) what I was going to ask. The owner comes out and says what we're doing right now and the ticket sales and the attendance. It's not sustainable to keep this club in, in Winnipeg. And it isn't because Listen, not only do you have an $85 million salary, that's your salary. That's your, that's it's just only, that. It's only going higher. Too. Opera- and only going, going $4 million higher. Your operating costs are ridiculous. How much it costs to operate an NHL team. Now, from equipment to staffing to, um, travel to hotels we don't stay in motel sixes jamie i don't know if you know that or not we stay in really nice hotels and that's demanded by the cba oh i was gonna say well maybe the winnipeg jets can go on a little bit of a budget and you know nope go to the three stars cba says it's got to be a certain type of hotel does it have to be like a five-star hotel i think it's four four. i think it's a four to tell you the truth Uh, all the way also no no more roommates Everybody gets their own room. It used to be roommates, so you could save some money there. Everybody gets their own room, again, according to CBA. You also get per diem. These guys get um, a certain amount of money per per day on the trips. Besides, they're, they're millionaires. They get that as well. Then there's meals you get as well. There's a lot that goes into, and by, by the way, I don't know if you've chartered a, a, a jet before in your life, but um, those are pretty expensive as well. So, You've got a lot of overhead when it comes to running an NHL hockey team. But when Mr. Chipman comes out and says it's not sustainable, I'm not sure why Gary was saying was getting mad at everybody else. He's like, and 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 if it's not that big of a deal and there's no if there's no issue, then what was he doing there? The line that got me yesterday was not from Gary Bettman. It was from Bill Daly, the deputy commissioner, when he said, We wish we could have 32 Winnipegs. And I went, no, you don't. That is a bold face lie. That is your worst nightmare, having 32 markets like Winnipeg, Manitoba. Bill, seriously. Oh, come to Saskatoon then. Come to, 
it's a smaller, but if it's just it, you know, it's like Winnipeg, go to go to Quebec City. I mean, the more and more and more and more and more and more and more I hear from people who are in charge of pretty much everything in the world, I keep thinking the one thing that gets me through the day, Jamie. I'm glad I'm on the back nine. <laughs> you, you, and I say that on- more and more seriously. I'm, I say that more and more seriously every single day. That, the, the yesterday when... And Just wait till we get in the discussion of girl math controversy oh, yeah, coming I, out I, of the I, Saskatchewan I Rough that. Riders. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we should really be getting upset about. Um, <laughs> when I saw that yesterday, and and Mr. Bettman, and you know I really like Mr. Bettman. You know that I have nothing but respect for the gentleman. But when he does that lawyer thing and turns the table, it was like Lindy Ruff a couple of games ago, head coach of the New Jersey Devils, complaining to the media it was their fault that their power play had gone from number one in the first two months of the season to now about number 30. Yeah, because the media was putting too much pressure on it, pressure on the players talking about it so much. Exactly. So come on, man, just stop it. Just come out. Yeah, we're concerned. Why not just come out with we're concerned? Okay, and by the way, by the way, uh, Gary says this was all a coincidence. It's all a coincidence that Mark Chipman had this interview on the Friday before he arrived. This was a planned meeting. This was a planned thing with season ticket holders. They had this planned with arriving in Winnipeg on the Tuesday to do the fireside chat. This wasn't just, oh, uh-oh, got to go throw some cold water on a fire. But even if it was pre-planned that Gary was going to be there on the Tuesday, don't think for a second that Mark Chipman also didn't oblige to an interview before Gary Bettman got there to set a little bit of a fire that he can put Gary in front of sponsors and everything else to appease the, well, not even sponsors, but just corporate Winnipeg. Hey, we could really use your help after what you read in the athletic the other day. Yeah. These are not idiots running these organizations no 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 they're not mr I, 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 but what what bothers me about this is from a just from a pr point of view is that mr daly and mr Batman come to winnipeg to do this and maybe it was coincidental maybe it was just how it just happened to be but then be 100 percent honest because people distrust the league anyway, especially people in Canada. They distrust Mr. Bettman and and the NHL whole thing. Gary doesn't like Canada. Gary doesn't want Canadian teams to succeed. It's there's a there's a plot against Canadian teams, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Okay. So don't come out and be less than one hundred percent honest and come up with, well, it's not. There's nothing wrong. What? What are you looking at? There's nothing nothing going on over here. Look, did you see that over there? We're happy. Like, look at me. I can't believe how great things are here. Don't do that. Just go, yes, we are concerned about the lack of season ticket sales. Yes, we are concerned about the attendance. And yes, we want to keep Winnipeg here. But we need help from corporate. We need that. And that's why I'm here. I'm going to go talk to some corporate people. Every team, like he said, is right, has peaks and valleys. Look at San Jose, team that I work for. We had... We rocked that place for 20-plus years. Always full, always winning. Well, now, they're not. We're, gonna, we're talking to Daryl Davis on Double Take about the Detroit Red Wings. 
Right. Like, talk about peaks and valleys. They were the highest of the high and now missed the playoffs for seven straight years. You could pick a section, a section in Florida four years ago. You could go to Florida and you go, I'm going to sit right over there all by myself. And now you can't get a seat. There's every team does. So just say that. But this is a little bit of a valley. We want to make sure we get on top of it so we don't have to really worry about Winnipeg. Mr. Shipman's a great owner. He's a really great team. We love the fans that are coming to the game. We want to get more of you out. That's all. Why Why not be genuine? Oh, but and that was another line, Gary Bettman. If you're feeling anxious about the future of the uh, Jets, you can help that anxiety by buying a ticket uh, because nothing helps anxiety better than being in the stands cheering on the team you love. It's a heck of a twist by Gary Bettman. <laughs> Sometimes people make it hard to defend themselves, to defend. It really is. Jamie and I, Drew Romenda, with you here on the Green Zone. Yeah, double tag with Daryl Davis coming up. Also, we'll be joined by Enoch Mwamba, the 11-year CFLer, called her a career and likely one that'll end in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Maybe Daryl can weigh in on that because they just voted for the Canadian Football Hall of Fame uh, in the last couple of weeks. But Enoch's ineligible because you have to wait three years after your retirement. More coming up here on the Green Zone and why it's fitting that there are rats in Florida when they have the biggest one in the NHL. This is 980-CJME, <laughs> 650-CKOM. Jamie and I drew Remenda with you here in the Green Zone. Drew Remenda was just wearing a hat, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I will tell you, that is the first time, this is the first time I think I've ever seen Drew Remenda wearing a hat yep. ever in my life. I don't wear them. It's my AHL All-Star hat that I was given. Oh, a freebie. Nice. I got a couple of things. They gave me a backpack. They gave me a, a T-shirt and gave me a, a bunny hug. Real thin one. You know you're a media guy when half your clothes are like sponsored or work related uh, wear. How much of that do you think I wear, Jamie? Zero percent. Well, exactly. the hat you just wore the hat, so one percent. But it's but it's it's going it's going to be given away to somebody. Yeah, all my stuff is given away. Although I'm mad at myself because I gave away all my coaching stuff with the Sharks and the Kansas City Blades. Never should have done that. Should have kept that stuff. Should have kept that stuff. Yeah. Getting old to, sentimental Drew Remendo all of a sudden over here. I'll... No, I get cold in these rinks, and so <laughs> I want to have my shark jacket. I'm Jamie Nye. He's Drew Remendo. This is the Green Zone on a Wednesday afternoon. We have four pairs of tickets for draw five of the Montana's Briar plus Briar Patch VIP area access. Uh, two of those winners will be from the Jamie and I, the Sports Guy Facebook page. Give us a like and a follow. We'll go through the like and follow. And if you already like and follow the Jamie and I, the Sports Guy Facebook page, you're also in, okay? Don't be like, well, that's not fair. I've already liked it. You'll be in too. But you can also play along with a trivia question. 1980, the last time a Saskatchewan rank won the Briar. It was Rick Folk's crew. That represented Saskatchewan in 1980. Since that time, three other Saskatchewan-born curlers have led a team to a Briar Championship. They weren't representing Saskatchewan. But three skips were born in Saskatchewan who has since won. And I, I, 
Some people are saying Rick Folk. I understand that he did win as BC, but three others than Rick Folk, born in Saskatchewan. I I stumped Daryl Davis uh, on this one as we get to the A double take with Daryl Davis. Uh, Daryl Davis is uh, with us. So text in the answer, one 877 Text in the answer uh, with your full name, where you are from for the tickets. The three other Saskatchewan-born skips uh, who have led their teams to Briar Championships since Rick Folk did it. And yes, Rick Folk did it again. But there's three others uh, who have a one a Briar. Good trivia question, Jamie. I, I got two of them. I don't know who the third one is. Once you see read through the list, you go, okay, okay yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, that, oh, yes, he's from, okay, yeah, he's from Saskatchewan. There's another one um, that is from Saskatchewan as well. Cool. I don't think we have any winners yet. A few of them did put Rick Folk in there. We have all the names, but nobody has said all three names in the same text. James, Tammy, and Darren, um, they all put Rick Folk in there. They have two names yeah. of the three, but they also include a Rick Folk. Good for them for remembering that Rick Folk won as a PC skip. Yes. He, uh, was, a, he was a hell of a golfer, too. Yes. Yes, he was. Yeah. I think he was he an amateur he was, champ. He was, Might have been. Yep. Yep. He's catching an amateur champ, I think, a couple and, times. And a politician. Correctly. Politician. Yep. Yep. So like two out of three, yeah, he was really good at. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody really good at politics? <laughs> Not these days. The answer is no. <laughs> That was a trick question. <laughs> all right. Uh, all righty. Um, let's just dig right into girl math, shall we? Because uh, there are differing opinions on the panel today when it comes to the Rough Riders ticket campaign sent out yesterday on girl math. Now, uh, if you're wondering what the heck girl math is, it is a TikTok viral trend that is going on. And uh, we went to the experts on what is girl math. Anything under $5 is free. Anything I buy with a gift card is free. If I buy something, but then I return it, I've made money. Going to an event or a concert is free because I purchased the tickets so long ago, it like doesn't even count. I load my Starbucks app in advance, so Starbucks is free. Anything discounted more than 50% is free, and I like am losing money by not getting it. If I don't buy something, like if I don't buy a pair of shorts for $50, like I've made $50, and I can then go spend $50 on something else. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like the writer's marketing department. That was right girl there. math uh, right there. <laughs> that is the viral campaign. If there's that is something going. on sale, if there's something on sale, there's something for $70, yes. regular price, it's on sale for 40 mm-hmm. You buy it, you save 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's girl math. And if you take yeah. it back, then you save money. And you, you get no, your money back. No, then it's free. You get, free. You're free. Then it's free. It's, it's, especially, it, oh no, only if you, like, if you get something else, okay. then, then yeah. that's free. Yeah. That is girl math. I, I like the cute matching outfits and the cinnamon dolce sprinkles. I thought were the really good parts of that. Yes, promotion. that was also in the promotion on Don't Miss Out. It would be like missing out on the uh, chocolate dol- dolce. Cinnamon dolce, dolce sprinkles. Sprinkles. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Have you ever had them? Nope. <laughs> Me neither. Is that a Starbucks thing? Uh, yes, mostly. It, it sounds like they, they make the... Uh, types of there, there are a lot of people who make their own on that one and jamie you and i are gonna have to start wearing cute matching outfits when we go to the football game see here's the thing on the cute matching outfits that they put in this promotion guys do it women do it bachelor parties bachelorette parties i said it earlier the the cheer moms at the cheer gym for the competitions they all have shirts that said in my cheer mom era because the matching shirts 
This is a thing that some people do. And it, people are, oh, my goodness. Oh, the offense taken by daring to have a little bit of fun on a viral TikTok campaign that points directly to and probably appeals to exactly the people they're looking to bring in, which is young people who are on TikTok who will understand what this girl math viral campaign is. Okay. But, but Daryl's offended. Why so. don't you respect them for knowing football? It wasn't a question. That wasn't a question of the campaign. They it wasn't didn't a question say you I don't thought, know anything about exactly. football. Daryl, that's where I think you missed the mark on your article, is that you jumped to that when nobody was saying anything about that. <laughs> uh, to me, it's, it's, it's disrespecting young girls, women, who want to understand Darryl, football. Daryl, you are in the press box with me. Mm-hmm. You know who sits directly to my right at every single Ryder game. There are four young women who work in that marketing and ticket department and their social media who helped come up with this campaign. These are young, smart, independent people who came up with a campaign that appeals to the demographic they're trying to appeal to because it doesn't appeal to you or the other 70-year-old season ticket holders who went, oh, my God, I'm offended, doesn't mean they they had they wrote an apology today, and I get it. You had to okay, you offended people. We missed the mark, yada yada yada. And I went, no, you missed the mark on people that didn't understand the viral TikTok campaign that was going on on Girl Math. Jamie, I didn't hear from a single man who was upset about this. I heard. Oh, from... are you saying I'm being sexist because no, I'm a man and no, I'm not offended? No, not at all. I'm saying that the complaints I heard and the reason why I wrote it is because of the women I heard from. Who are up. So what? So what? <laughs> Pardon me? So what? It's a joke. People were having, and like Jamie laid it out perfectly, because a few people, or maybe more, or whatever, were offended. What does that matter? Does he, so we, do we have to, do we have to, every time somebody gets offended at a joke, every time somebody gets offended at a marketing campaign, every time somebody gets offended about whatever, we have to go out and white knight everything? This is a guy's point of view we're hearing from right now. That's, and that's my argument in reverse, guys, coming back at you, that the people who were upset weren't the guys. It's not us saying, I'm, I'm not the person who said, lighten up, guys girls women don't take this the way you want to and they're offended i would i be offended not so much but i'm offended because they're offended i guess is the best way to phrase it see because it bothers it bothers the women i know girls i know people i know most it was almost exclusively women who i heard from yesterday who were offended by this campaign did they understand the campaign yeah, some of them Good are mothers. Yes. The, the, they understood that this came from a viral TikTok yes. campaign yes. that of all this fun and joking and stuff that was in, and they and they couldn't take that joke. They're the ones who told me what cinnamon dolce sprinkles were. So I didn't. They explained all of it. They explained girl math, the whole thing, and told me that they were offended. Their daughters were offended. And that they're they're allowed to be. Everybody's allowed to be. Absolutely. My I'm I'm going to the crew at the riders who we know oh. and the, the, what they that this is and, and the fact in here they say we you made it clear and didn't resonate with you uh, that a 
our online voice is one that is largely considered to be male. And I went, well, okay. Give me credit for this in the column, Jamie. I said this is totally out of character for the Rough Riders because they are an equal opportunity employer. They celebrate the women in their office. They yes, give they the, do. They give them administrative jobs. They they important jobs, right? And the the head of marketing, of course. I understand all that, and I appreciate that. And I always think the Rough Riders, in in most terms, most times, they handle things properly. They totally blew it on this one, in my opinion. I I I, I I'm with Jamie on this because. Like you said, there's young ladies, very intelligent, smart, capable young ladies who worked on this. I'll just, I'm going to read a, a quote from a comedian I love. People see something they don't like and they expect it to stop as opposed to dealing with their own emotions. They expect everyone to care about their thing as much as they do. That's Ricky Gervais. He said it in one of his, and that is... that is when I look at this. Instead of just dealing with your own emotions, the people that were offended by this instead they want it to stop when really you have to look at the intention of this marketing campaign the fun that they were intending people in getting this girl math thing going if you read about you just google girl math and you've got nothing but articles about it and most of them are very positive because it's a funny thing and i think that people who get upset about this you have trouble dealing with your own emotions. But the, handle it yourself. The, the dangerous path to tread for a man in this one, you guys. Oh, baloney. Mm -hmm. Please, I can't have an opinion. They can have an of opinion on what offends me, and I can have an opinion on what we're paid to do here. Okay. It's a dangerous path. What are you talking about? That's the, whole damn, that's the whole damn problem nowadays, Daryl, was that we can only talk about certain things. Okay. And I'm supposed to tell a woman that she can't be offended or shouldn't be offended? I'm not no, saying she that. can't be I'm not, offended. We're not saying that. I can't say what we're she, saying. I'm not saying she can't be offended. Nobody said she can't be offended. We're uh, saying deal with it. I, I, I'm looking at this going, this campaign has been blown Way out, of proportion Way out of proportion on what was the intent behind it based on these viral TikTok videos that are going on. Exactly. Based on the targeted demographic they were looking to appeal to, which is young women who are on TikTok, who know what the girl math trend is going on. That is what they were intending to do. They clearly missed the mark because a lot of their fan base is upset about it. And they've apologized for it. And apologized, I would say, quite well yeah. on the way that mm -hmm. was written by the head of marketing, who happens to be one of the 50% employees who are female within the Saskatchewan Rough Riders organization. Mm -hmm. It makes it a little less uh, uh, troublesome to think that it was uh, at least thought of by women in a department that is headed by a woman. Jamie Niger, Amanda Daryl Davis, uh, here on Double Take with Double D on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie and I drew Amanda and a double take with the Daryl Davis. We had so many other topics to discuss uh, here on uh, the Green Zone uh, today sure. with Daryl Davis. Are you sure. Okay. It, you want, it says here you wanted to talk about your Detroit Red Wings. No, I didn't say that. That's last week. <laughs> I'll still will. They're going to make the playoffs and end a horrible losing skid or a horrible uh, playoff shutout. They're great. We talked about them a little bit last week. Drew even gave gave them credit, I remember. Hey, I saw you on TV, Drew, last night. As soon as, right after you show up on TV, what happened to the Sharks? They were already losing by then, Daryl. Yeah. But holy, <laughs> that was a horrible finish, man. Like the... Um...
I just don't even get started. Just get me started on that. <laughs> I mean, there's so many basics to the game of hockey that that good teams do. The the biggest the biggest is don't turn the puck over. And if you listen to me on TV, you may see me. But if you said, listen yep, to me yep. on, what did I say? That's what you and said. What Brian, yep. And then when Brad Hedekin mm-hmm. interviewed Brian Brian Wiseman, what did Brian Wiseman say? Don't turn and Daryl, then it's this. It's it's not like it takes Scotty friggin' Bowman to figure out you shouldn't be giving the puck away all the time. <laughs> no. Turnovers aren't so, good. No, it's it. Well, turnovers are going to happen, right? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. giveaways, giveaway after giveaway after giveaway. And the, the problem was Mackenzie Blackwood, the perk kid, plays a great first period, shuts him out, and then blows a groin out against his old team. How long is he up for? But by the way, uh, everyone, uh, the two of you, uh, Chico Resha is high. What a great dude he is, man. <laughs> well, that's right. Dude. He would have been there last night. Yeah. Yes, he was. Um, what was more passionate, our girl math uh, debate or the debate around the table at the Canadian Football Hall of Fame on who should be in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame? There, that's, that's always a fun one, Jamie, because we, we've got a list of... What, but you it? weren't having fun talking about girl math? <laughs> you guys ganged up on me for a change. Which oh, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> that's okay. I'll, 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 I'll swing back. Coach, but, hey, uh, listen, you go talk to Britton Gray and he'll, he'll, he'll coach you on how to handle it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I, I listened to football in four. <laughs> Football, football, football. Um, uh, what, oh, we're talking about the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame meetings. Yeah, we're Monday. We did them online this week, and uh, you know, Wally. You get Wally Bono. They added uh, John Huffnagel and Orlando Steinauer to the to the panel this year. They're not voting yet. They're going to be, but all of a sudden, the media people are the objective media people are being out out voted and out argued in these meetings now. So I'm I'm still starting to uh, wonder. And there were a couple of people who I wanted to get in, but uh, did they, you win? Uh, I one on one out of the four, which isn't isn't a very good record. That's pretty good now in baseball. That's yeah, two fifty hitter. As long as I had some power behind me, right? <laughs> if I could hit it over the fence once in a while. So it, it was interesting. It it's still one of my favorite meetings. Arguing with you guys is is fine too, right? Because that's how we, you, you can resolve. Well, you know, guys. You sit down and you punch each other out, and then you walk away. Okay, good. Let's. What are we going to talk about next? And that's what it's like in these meetings. There's great football knowledge in these in these Hall of Fame meetings, and you decide you're deciding. The the last vote came down to the third. We had 13 potential candidates who could have passed it, and to think that we had to rank that when we we're ranking those bottom three or four, you're saying all of these guys are Hall of Famers. How come we're ranking them hmm. like 12th, 11th, 12th, and 13th in this list? Because that's how good the list is. So it's difficult, Jamie. And, and Is it uh, getting harder? Like, yes, as- it seems to be. And we kept thinking it's going to be easier because you put more people in. But then you look at the numbers, and because you've set a standard for who you've inducted into the Hall of Fame, now you want to try to meet that standard with well, I imagine else, the offensive right? numbers are now a little bit higher up. Uh, for some of the players that are coming through and recently retired, a little bit, yeah. There's some, there's, and every year there's some good ones. I know you're talking Enoch Moamba, Mo- you yeah. know, probably a Hall of Famer. Is he a sure, sure thing? Maybe not. That's part of the debate, Jamie. That's what makes it so much fun. Uh, you know, what can help you guys with the the, the debate. But Ge- genius sports stats. <laughs> we we didn't even get to look them up. <laughs> Don't. There'll be nobody knows where they are. <laughs> I, I was late. I was late for the one call. I got to tell you this real quickly. I was late for the one call, and they said, "Oh, Daryl, where were you?" I said, "I well, I, so I was in the wrong meeting. I was in the John Murphy meeting." Oh, jeez. 